time now for Minds Over Matter, the Bay Area's favorite quiz show. Tonight, moderator Dana Rodriguez is joined by two panelists, technical editor Kira Pace and music critic Joshua Cosman. You ain't wrong, you're right. If it ain't day, it's night. If you ain't sure, you might. Gotta be this or that. And now, here's your host, Dana Rodriguez. Thank you very much, Joanne, and welcome everybody to Minds Over Matter. Hope you're having a lovely weekend, and we also hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving. And uh, we hope after all that revelry, you will join us over the course of the next hour because Minds Over Matter is an audience participation quiz program. So that's what we are looking for. We do hope you will call in with a question of your own or possibly to answer one of ours. Uh, those two numbers are area code 415-841-4134. Again, that's area code 415-841-4134. Or toll-free, yes, we have a toll-free number, 866-798-8255. Again, that is 866-798-8255. We do look forward to hearing from you, and it is good to call early in the show because we do want to hear from you. We want to get you on. So once more, 415-841-4134 or toll-free 866-798-8255. We have some lines open right now. It is a good time to call. Um, Also want to remind you of our email address, which is mindsovermatter1 at gmail.com. So that is M-I-N-D-S-O-V-E-R-M-A-T-T-E-R-1. That is a numeral one. MindsOverMatter1 at gmail.com. It's always great to hear from you. Feel free to contact us at any old time. If you would like to hear us in live stream, that is at KALW.org. Again, KALW.org. And of course, if you'd like to listen to the podcast, it should be up in a reasonable amount of time tonight after our show. And that will also be at KALW and many other places as well, you know, Apple, Google, whatever. Uh, but start with KALW. I'm sure they would appreciate that. I want to say a thank you. To all the people, after I complained that I could never find cream corn, so many people emailed me saying, you can find it here, you can find it here, you can find it here. And I, I appreciate it so much that, that you were all so thoughtful about that. Uh, I shouldn't have probably even brought it up, but but I do like cream corn, and, and it is hard to find. So thank you for all the suggestions out there last week, and that was very thoughtful of you all. Uh, I will have you know that Lori's wife, Sue, actually made some cream corn. She was making some for Thanksgiving and brought me a a portion of it, which was also very thoughtful. And it was delicious, by the way, because it was unadorned with no onions and no cheese. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, okay, uh, so much for that old news. Let's uh, start with a round of introductions and then a round of questions. And here it is. Four days ago. Kira Pace turned two pumpkins into two pies, and she is still resting on those laurels. I will have you know that uh, those pies also had neither onion nor cheese. Oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, my husband turned a pumpkin pie into an empty plate, so there. Yeah, good for him. <laughs> that's, that's amazing work. Uh, Joshua Cosman wants to remind everyone that there's just one more chance this Thursday night to catch the San Francisco Opera's stunning production of Orpheus and Eurydice, right? Yeah, yeah, that is exactly true. And uh, I urge everyone who's who's interested to go see it. You've never seen a countertenor breakdance so beautifully or a breakdancer sing so beautifully. Um, oh, I read a- your article. It's uh, <laughs> you should never try to hit the notes after you've spun on your head. Correct. That is correct. That's yeah. right. That's exactly right. Attention. I didn't. I didn't know that until he told me. It was good advice. Uh, our moderator Dana Rodriguez saw Frosty the Snowman on TV the other night. Realized that every voice actor on it was dead. Other than that, he enjoyed it. Uh, uh, right watching. Don't go watching Fame. <laughs> That is a weird observation because I made the same observation uh, when I uh, made the the choice, oddly, odd choice yeah. to watch Superman 3 this weekend. I'm like, well, they're all dead, too. <laughs> mm, yeah, I know. Strange, isn't it? Uh, you mentioned Jimmy fame. Josh mentioned fame. And, and is the, isn't the second line fame? I want to live forever. So forget that. <laughs> uh, okay. All that being said, we will start with 
Kira Pace. All right. Um, I'll do this one. Um, I have to scroll to it though, because it's a uh, it's split across pages. I apologize. Thanks for being prepared. I know. Uh, well, it's I wrote so much is what it is. Uh, in honor of post Thanksgiving road trip travel, I have a list of state tourist slogans. So I will read you a slogan, and you tell me which state goes with it. Uh, if I say the word X, X just stands for the state name because sometimes they insert their names into the slogans. So, uh, so here are a few. Uh, the first one, the greatest snow on earth, the greatest <laughs> snow on earth. Number two is fields of opportunity. Number three is it's like a whole other country. It's like a whole other country. Number four still revolutionary still revolutionary uh number five visit x where x is the name of the state visit nice visit x visit nice uh number six is pure x again x is the name of the state pure x number seven is there's no place like x and number eight is dream big and actually, I'm going to add a ninth one because it's just funny. Number nine, famous potatoes. So <laughs> the greatest snow on earth, fields of opportunity. It's like a whole other country, still revolutionary. Visit X, visit nice. Pure X, there's no place like X. Dream big and famous potatoes. Josh, you go ahead. Go on. Well, I, uh, I only know one of them. Uh, famous Potatoes is Idaho. Yes, Famous Potatoes is indeed Idaho. Um, but I'm going to take a guess on, on one more because the other seven are, are nothing to me. Um, I'm hoping there's no place like X is Kansas. Uh, that is correct. Okay. Uh, there's no place <laughs> like Kansas. You see that's what all, you did there. That's all I got. Go ahead, Dana. Is the well? I'm not going to do much better than you. Is the snow one? Is that Colorado? It's not. That's an excellent guess. Most of mm. these have little clues built in. This one, not so much. But right. you, you are, you're thinking along the right tracks for sure. Can you give the give give them all once more? Just sure. The ones we have left are the greatest snow on earth, fields of opportunity. It's like a whole other country, still revolutionary. Visit X, visit nice, pure X, and dream big. Hmm. Is still revolutionary, is that, um, um, oh, it's one of the 13 colonies, obviously. Is it um, New Jersey? It is not New Jersey. All right. Okay. All right. I'm not doing that well. All right. Leave it out. And let's see, Josh, you go ahead. All right. Um, <clears throat> the, in, in the, if you make a list of all the words in the titles of best winning, best picture winning movies, there are seven words of at least five letters that appear twice. So seven words that appear of at least five letters, not, you know, not the, not, and not of, uh, that appear twice in the titles of two best picture uh, that appear in the titles of best picture winning movies. Two of those seven are Kramer and Godfather. So they're no fun. Um, what are the other five? All right. So the, I'm sorry. These are only winners so these, and not these are Oscar winners, winning okay. Oscar winning movies, best picture. All right. Um, words of at least five letters that appear twice in the in the list of all the titles of the movies um two of the one two of the seven are godfather and kramer um what are the other five all right mm. that takes a little thought yes it takes quite a bit of thought <laughs> put it so, in the back. so yeah go ahead can i can i ask how far back we're going yeah oh all the all the way baby all the way yeah, I mean, is there? I, I will tell you that the only movie that ever uses the term the, the word wings is Wings. So don't go all the way back. And the same is true of Cavalcade, and the same is true of 
Cimarron. Um, How about Night? Tell me the movies. Well, it happened one night. And keep, the other keep one. Keep going. Don't stop. Um, You're doing good. Yeah. No, 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 no. I can't think of the other movie. I know it's occurred more than once, but... Uh, um, just twice. Just twice. Just so you are you are correct, but I, I mean, I guess I could have said, and you have to tell me the movies to get a bell. You didn't like, say that, though. I didn't say that, do it. I'm, I'm, Thank you. I'm, I'll give, you <laughs> give yourself a bell. <laughs> yeah, all right. Give yourself half, half a bell. You are all correct right. that night is one of them. It happened one night is one of the two movies. The other one from the 1960s. <sighs> uh, it'll come to me in a minute. Oh, in anyway. the heat of the night? Did that one? In oh, good the job. heat of the night. Well okay. done. Yes. Okay. So you got All one right. of them. That's everybody. Good. good. Okay. Just go over the one question. So uh, the question is words that appear in two different, in the titles of two different best picture winning Oscar winning movies. Um, uh, night is one of them. It happened one night and in the heat of the night. There are four more. We've eliminated Godfather, and we've eliminated Kramer as being of no interest to us. But um, the other four are, you know, significantly different, different contexts, different movies. These are words that are at least five letters long, by way of eliminating the and 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 of and. So how forth. about uh, Green? Tell me what movies. Uh, how Green Was My Valley and um, uh, Green Book. Correct. That's two. All right. Good. Well right. done. Okay. Three more. Okay. All right. Leave that out. All right. And let's go to a call. Hi, Iran Minds Ever Matter. Hi, Reed. How are you? So with the hey. events happening in uh, Iran um, and Ukraine, I have a question about women. Why are they treated so badly in Iran, you know, killing them for not covering their hair? Unbelievable. Just unbelievable. Which country won Miss Universe in 19... Uh, 35 and 1954. And of course, Egypt. Egypt. Thank you. Egypt, yeah. My classmates at Cairo University, early 60s, they wore bikinis in Cairo University swimming pool. What is happening? By the way, I'd like to say, woman cover is not even Islamic. It came through the Ottoman Empire to control the harem. And their harem were, were mostly white women from Europe and the Middle East. This is terrible, what the Iranians have nothing to do. You should walk to line. Uh, President Nasser making fun of the hijab. The other one, President Sadat, ridiculing the Islamic so-called revolution of Iran. Really, Google it. You Google it. Sadat, uh, Iran, and all. Okay. So now women in Egypt had more right than women even today in many countries, right, to, to buy property, sell property, to um, sue people in court, testify. But that's not the case in the Roman Empire. Women could not. Why? They could not testify. Uh, because, because the woman was considered the property of the man, wasn't, wasn't, wasn't it? There is more, Something like that. Let me tell you, the reason, the reason is biological reason, biology. Oh, is, are you going to bring yes. up, like, testimony now? Oh, here we go. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Yes, they, they, they had no testicles to... People had to hold their testicles. Men had to hold their testicles to testify in court. Women had none of that, and they could not. They could not. Okay, one last thing about women in Egypt. So we know religion, and religion society don't mix it very well. I'm sorry to say that. You know, uh, I think the Greeks did a very bad job in translation. Without that, we would have just far better peaceful religion than we do today. So in, in the year 1250, A.D., you know, less than a thousand years ago. Um, the seven crusaders led by King Louis IX of France. Okay, it was called the seven crusaders. He was clever because, you know, Salah din and, uh, and uh, Richard Van Hart, whatever, um, had problem going through Palestine. But, uh, you know, Louis IX said, why don't you go through Egypt to, to, to Jerusalem? And he did. What's the question, he now, the, the question is, what is the name of the uh, woman who defeated him? She, was, she led the Egyptian army hmm. and totally destroyed his, his whole army was destroyed by Egyptian army led by a woman. Leave it to your audience. I will give you the answer right. next week. Thank you very much. Take care. Thank you. Right. Thank you. 
And if you'd like to give us a call, your numbers are area code 415-841-4134. Again, this is Minds Over Matter. We're here every Sunday at 5. Area code 415-841-4134 or toll free 866-798-8255. Um, our panel tonight, that would be Kira Pace, technical editor, Joshua Cosman, music critic for the San Francisco Chronicle. I'm your moderator, Dana Rodriguez, and you're listening to us on 91.7 FM. That is KALW, your local public radio station. All right. Let me give you a couple of questions here. Uh, what is the best-selling fiction book of all time that has a Z in the title? Hmm. What is the best-selling fiction book of all time that has a Z in the title? Are we waiting for the second question, or are we jumping in on this one? You can jump in on this. I'll give you a guess. Uh, I don't know. It's not Martin Chuzzlewit. No. (laughs) And Sue Grafton didn't make it to Z, right? No, right. She got to Y. Huh. The best-selling novel with a Z. That's right. That's a great question. All right, we're going to think of it. Go all ahead. right, do that. What is the best-selling novel, fiction book of all time with a Z in the title? All right, I think I'm going to give you my, my list question now. Uh, so I have a list of contronyms. Uh, these are words that have opposite or contradictory meanings. For instance, if I said dust, you would say to add fine particles or to remove fine particles, to remove them. So you could do it that way. So what I'm going to do is give you the definition. And remember, each of the answers has opposite meanings. Okay? So you mean for dust, you would give us one of those two? No, I would give you, I would give you both. Both. And you would, you would give me dust. So, so, okay. so I'm, I'm looking for the word and you're going to, I'm going to give you the, um, the definition. Okay. Definitions, I should say. Got it. Okay, number one, now or soon. Remember, these are uh, words that have the two op- the opposite meanings. Two mm-hmm. opposite meanings. Number two, to withstand or wear away. Number three, to decorate or remove. Uh, wait a minute, let me let me read my own writing here. To okay. decorate or remove excess from. Number four, to approve or to boycott. Number five, to present or to conceal. Number six, to adhere or to separate. And number seven, extinguish or generate. Okay, so once more, uh, these are contronyms. I'm looking for the word. I'm giving you the uh the definitions, um, the contronym is a word that can have opposite or contradictory meanings. So number one, now or soon. Number two, to withstand or wear away. Number three, to decorate or remove excess from. Number four, to approve or to boycott. Number five, to present or to conceal. Number six, to adhere or to separate. Number seven, extinguish or generate. I'll give you each one for now. So. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Um, well, I'll do this one. Uh, adhere and separate. Both of those are cleave. Correct. Very good. And with withstand and wear away are weather. Correct. Very good. Okay. So we still have a few out there. I'll give you another guess later on. And okay. let's go to a call. Hi, you're on Minds Over Matter. Hey there, it's Stephen Vallejo. Hi, Steve. Hi. Um, Kira, um, isn't Dream Big California? It is California. Good job. And then uh, it's like a whole other country is Texas. Yes, Texas is like a whole other country, especially when you're driving through it. That was true. Um, and then, Josh, um, there's uh, American Beauty and an American in Paris. That is correct. Well done. Okay. Um, so a question for you. I'm going to name some bands and you can tell me what they have in common. Okay. Okay. Uh, the Grateful Dead, The Talking Heads, 
the Eurythmics, the Pretenders, and the Ramones. Hmm. And I have a few uh, others if, if you need more. Grateful Dead, Talking Heads, Eurythmics, Pretenders, Ramones. Does this have anything to do with the personnel of the band? No. Okay. Does it have anything to do with the names of the band? Yes. Okay. All right. Hmm. Go through through the list once more. Uh, The Grateful Dead, the Talking Heads, the Eurythmics, the Pretenders, and the Ramones. So can I just ask a question? I'm going to be real pedantic with you here for a second, and I want to know whether if I do that it spoils the question or if I'm getting close to it. The name of the second band is actually Talking Heads. There's no the. Eurythmics are not the Eurythmics. They're just Eurythmics. But the other three, as far as I know, have thes. Um, have I have I opened up the question in some way? That or is have the I answer. gotten the right answer? Oh, it is? Really? Great none of those is... bands. None of those bands have a the on the front of the name. Really? And the... But they are commonly referred to that way. The Pretenders are not The Pretenders? Wow. Good job. And the, the other one I never knew. The other that. ones I had on the the other yeah, ones on ahead. the list are uh, Sex Pistols, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Dead Kennedys. And depending on who you ask, if you ask Glenn Fry, Eagles. <laughs> Eagles, really? <laughs> yeah. Glenn oh, Fry said wonderful. there's no the on Eagles, but uh, I believe you can add printed. Pixies to that list too. Uh, yeah, I believe Pixies is correct also. Wonderful. Great question. Thank you. The follow-up, what does Eurythmics mean? It's a... It's good. a Is it just good beat? No, it's a particular kind of... Um, oh, yeah. Dance uh, um, uh, pedagogy, isn't it? Or musical pedagogy? Did I make that up? Yeah, I it was a, like I su- oh. Go, Go ahead, ahead, sorry. No, it's a system of... Uh, Teaching musical understanding using rhythmic movement. Uh, yeah. Used in uh, Steiner Waldorf schools. Got it. Interesting. But, but I, I came to the question through Eurythmics because they were just inducted into the Hall of Fame. So. Oh. Yeah. Good for them. I didn't Good job. That. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Thanks. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And you're listening to Minds Over Matter. If you'd like to give us a call, I think we have a couple of lines open. Uh, 415-841-4134. Again, that's area code 415-841-4134. Or toll free, 866-798-8255. And Kira, go ahead. Okay. Um so the last time I was on uh, a couple weeks ago, uh, I had given you a whole bunch of pairs of, uh, I, I gave you lists of uh, television shows or movies or pairs, and uh, it turned into a before and after of the people who had starred in that show or in those shows or movies, like, uh, or somebody called in with uh, something like Adam's Family and Pretty Woman, and it became uh Raul Julia Roberts, for example. Uh, So I had done all that and I forgot to add the one that was the whole reason that I wrote those questions in the first place. So I just have one for you. And it is this before and after late show with David Letterman and Star Mm. Trek. If you take somebody from late show with David Letterman, put them together with somebody who is in Star Trek, you get this before and after name. So it has to be a cast member from each then, correct? That is correct. Uh, and it's obviously not David Letterman. It's not David Letterman. All right. So this one is actually pretty hard. So I'm going to ask you another question to you. So you have some other trivia question that you can mull over. And it is this. In 1989, what future Oscar winner appeared in a commercial for the Time Life book series, Mysteries of the Unknown? In 1989, what future Oscar winner appeared in a commercial for the Time Life book series, Mysteries of the Unknown? Hmm. I don't know, but I hope it's... 
I hope it was Huge Halle Berry. Right. It, it was yeah. not Halle Berry. No. Then I'm, then I'm not interested. Okay. Future Oscar winner. Can I can I ask uh, what in what was it best actor or best actress or supporting? Can you tell me that part at least? Uh, uh, best actress. Best actress. And here is her line, by the way, from the Mysteries mm. of the Unknown commercial. I would never have believed it until one night I I woke up around three o'clock in the morning. I felt something cold against my shoulder. It was the ceiling. I was looking down at my own body. <laughs> Sold that line in uh, 1988 or 1989 and uh, later won a uh, completely unrelated Best Actress Oscar. That's worthy of an Oscar right there. Yeah, sure. Uh, oh, okay. Leave it out. And let's go to a call. Hi, you're on Minds Over Matter. Hi, it's Peter Ambrano. Hey, Peter. Uh, Kira, I'm going to take a stab at uh, Still Revolutionary. Is that Connecticut? Nice job. Good, Good job. stab. Uh, yes, that is correct. And I have a question. I'm going to give you four names that will probably not mean anything to you. But these people's uh, have these people have appeared uh, in three images that are part of our visual vocabulary in this country, and I want you to guess uh, the names of the images. So the first we have uh, Florence Owens Thompson, then uh, and that is a photograph. Oh, so just I'm, one by one. Is that is that migrant? Was it migrant woman? Oh, good job, good job. No, I think we lost him. Oh no. Oh, call back, call back, call back. We'll we'll get you on. Uh, all right. And uh, in the meantime, Josh, you go ahead and do a question. All right. Uh, here's a quick one. What is the only title shared by a Disney animated feature and a handle oratorio? Oh. Disney animated feature and a handle oratorio. Um, hmm. Is there a name in it? There is. In other words, okay. Yeah. Oh. All right. This will no doubt come to me. Is this, this is come this, to you. It will. Is this going back a ways or or? Handle was wrote. Yeah, it's in from the 1720s. Yeah, yeah. Okay, very funny. Uh, I'm talking. I'm talking about the Disney feature. Oh, um, I don't know. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, just repeat right. that, please. What is the only title shared by a Disney animated feature and a handle oratorio? Interesting question. Okay. And let's go to a call. Hi, you're on Minds Over Matter. Hello? No? Out there? Hello? All right. Next call. Hi, you're on Minds Over Matter. Are you there? Hello? We're having trouble with phones tonight. Okay. All right. Uh, well, while we wait for that to be resolved, let's uh, let's repeat any questions that haven't been answered yet. Um, Kira, we'll start with you. All right. Uh, I have my list of state tourist slogans. I need to know which state goes with, with each slogan. And the ones I have left are the greatest snow on earth, fields of opportunity, visit X, visit nice, pure X. Actually, that's it. Also, um, here we go. Uh, I'm looking for a uh, before and after pair. I have two television shows. And so uh, the names of people in these shows uh, form a before and after. Uh, and it is The Late Show with David Letterman and Star Trek. 
And finally, in 1989, what future Oscar winner appeared in a commercial for the Time Life book series, Mysteries of the Unknown? And you said it was Best Actress. Yes. Hmm. 1989. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Um... All right. I'm sorry. Yes, Josh, go ahead. All right. I'm looking for words of at least five letters that appear twice in the list, in the titles of uh, best picture winning movies um, people and, and what the movies were. So uh, Dana and Kira already got uh, An American in Paris and American Beauty. Green from How Green Was My Valley and Green Book. Uh, well, Caller got, uh, no, a Caller got that one. And Night appears in It Happened One Night and In the Heat of the Night. We're eliminating Godfather and Kramer as being uninteresting. There are two more pairs. Um, And then also, what is the only title shared by a Disney animated feature and a handle oratorio? All right. And uh, I'm looking for the best-selling fiction book of all time that has a Z in the title. The best-selling fiction book of all time that has a Z in the title. Written in English, by the way, uh, just so you know. And I have some contronyms, which are words that can have opposite or contradictory meanings. Uh, So far, for instance, we have to adhere to or to separate, and that is cleave. I'll give you the ones that we have left. Um, Number one, now or soon. So I'm looking for the word. I give you the the two meanings. Number two, to to withstand or wear away. Did we do that already? I'm sorry. Yeah, we did that one. That's right. Uh, to decorate or to remove excess from. Uh, number four, to approve or to boycott. Number five, to present or to conceal. And the last is extinguish or generate. So for now or soon, uh, are you, do you mean presently? That is correct, presently. Okay. Very good. Josh, you want to give another one? Sure. Uh, Decorate or remove excess from is trim. Correct. Good job. All right. Let me give you a question here. Um, What are the three largest cities in the United States, and I'll give you each one guess, that begin with a double vowel? Ooh. What are the three largest cities in the United States that begin with a double vowel? Wait, I'm sorry, do you mean the same vowel twice or just two vowels? No, no, just two different vowels. Oh, 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 okay. So Austin, Texas. Austin, Texas, there's your guess. Very good. All right, Kira? Uh, Augusta, Georgia? Uh, Not one of the three biggest anyway. All right. So leave that out. Again, the three largest cities in the U.S. that begin with a double vowel, and that could be two different vowels, by the way, just as long as they're vowels. Uh, Austin, Texas is number one. What are the other two on that list? Is it, in fact, the largest such city or or just the in number fact, one in is. the sense? Austin is got... the largest. Yes. Okay. Yes. Very good. And let's go to a call. Hi, you're on Minds Over Matter. Hi, it's Peter Bernal. Back again. Good. Glad you're back. All right. Uh, so we're looking for the names of three images that are in uh, this country's uh, visual vocabulary. Uh, the first one is a photograph, and the other two are paintings. Um, the names of the people in the, the photograph is a Florence Owens Thompson. Well, I think Kira got that. She, well, she had oh, that. I asked. Well, anyway, if it was migrant woman. A migrant mother. Mother, Okay. Yes. And um, the uh, first painting is um, Dr. Byron McKeeby and Nan Wood Graham. That's American Gothic. That's American Gothic. Yeah. 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 We all knew that one. Okay. And the third one is Mrs. Thaddeus Wheaton. Is that Whistler's mother? Arrangement in black and gray or whatever? No. no, uh, There are about a dozen people in this painting. But um, Mrs. Wheaton is uh, the central character. And you may have seen this uh, image quite recently. Hmm. It is is one of uh, a group of four paintings. Oh, is this this a Norman Rockwell? It is. The the Thanksgiving dinner one? Freedom from... uh, Freedom from want? want. Freedom from want, yeah. There we go. Very good. Good Good job. Thank you. 
right. Thanks, guys. Thank Bye. you. Appreciate it. And you're listening to Minds Over Matter. We're here every Sunday at 5 p.m. Um, feel free to give us a call. Those two numbers are area code 415-841-4134 or toll-free 866-798-8255. All right, let's go to a call. Hi, you're on Minds Over Matter. Hello. Hey, you know, Hello. I at one point I had the largest collection of contronyms in the world. I kept it. Because once you start listing them, you start noticing them everywhere. And I had this long list. And uh, I was going to guess the trim. That was like an, an obvious one. So let me ch- let me try one some uh, out on you. Uh, uh, or uh, the obvious one, and this may have come up at your Thanksgiving dinner, pitted. I'm sorry, you would you repeat that? Pitted? Pitted. Are we giving both definitions? Like, what? What is? Or, or, I mean, they're they're opposites. Like, if the road is pitted. No, we understand what a contronym is. We're asking what the question is. Yeah, or at least yeah. I am. So. Anyway, I mean, that was like an answer. A pitted olive has the pit removed. A pitted street has the pit in it. Sure. Right. Right. But uh, here's another one that's a good one. Um, sanction. Well, that's on Dana's list. It is. Yeah, that was the uh, one. It was still open, so I guess maybe he can get a bell for oh, that. Oh, yeah, I guess for a proven boycott. Yeah, oh, to right. keep away, to to include and protect, or to keep away, to sanction. Oh, okay, right. I get a bell. Correct. Good, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Um, Good. Let me ask you. So let me ask you a, a question. Um, what does um, stochastic mean? Once more, what does it mean? What oh, say it again? Stochastic. stochastic. Having to do with random processes driven How by randomness. Know? Right. Not it, my it, first rodeo. Huh? What? <laughs> right. Never <laughs> never a more apt word for for tonight, yes. Well, it, it's it's used to talk about probability, a, sto- a stochastic distribution. It would be like flipping coins or even rolling dice. You know, you know it's gonna be this or that, or you know the range of possibilities. And what is what? What contrast it with something else that uh, another kind of distribution? Do you know the other name? You seem to be knowledgeable. One that's more complicated, like for instance, in their if they're making a weather forecast, it's not going to be stochastic, rain or shine. It's going to have more variables. What kind of distribution is that? No. Nope. No. Or it also relates. It also relates, for instance, to traffic. Like you can say, "Well, we're we're predicting the traffic's going to be this," but then it's like, take you got to mm. take account if it's, uh, or, or like if you think about it, airlines, have to take account of the day before Thanksgiving. So mm. that's called a that's called a Bayesian distribution, mm. which you contrast with a stochastic distribution. All right. And you got to know when. You got to know your Bayesian distributions because you know, like I said, around the around the holidays, you have to you have to take account of, you know, what did I say? Weather, holidays. And your question is, well, I I you already answered it. Do you know what okay. Bayesian distribution yeah. is? But yeah, but but put those words in your back pocket. They may come out right. one day. Will Thank do. you very much. Thanks. Bye bye. Josh, I have a guess for you. Um, on the handle, so this was an animated film, okay? Or is it was yeah, the Disney yeah. film an animated? Yeah. So, so you said it was a person's up. name. Um, how about Hercules? Hercules is correct, Dana. All well right. done. I knew you could do it. Nicely done. All right. All right, all right. Not a one of Handel's more famous oratorios. No, but still a good one. Okay, all right. Uh, Josh, I've had this question sitting around for a little bit, so I'm just going to give you a couple of them. These are classical composers' middle names. Nice. All right, so I'm going to give you four. Okay. So we have number one, Peter. Number two, (laughs) Francois. Uh, number three, William. Number four, Edward. 
These oh, are, man. These are classical, okay. classical composers' middle names. <laughs> I uh, thought you were going to give me Amadeus or something. All no, right. come on. Number one, Peter. I, I think too much of you for that. Yeah. Okay. Number one, Peter. Number two, Francois. Number three, William. Number four, Edward. Boy. Oh. Um, All right. Think it over. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking hard. I, okay. Unless unless is this a trick? Is this all? Is, this, is you know Francois like uh, France? Uh, no, never mind. No, no, they're all uh, no, they're all uh, they're all actual middle. It's not like yeah. As far as I know, really they're real middle. Yeah. yeah. All right. I don't know. I'll think about okay. it. Okay. Leave it out. And let's go to a call. Hi, you're on Minds Over Matter. Hi, it's Thomas in Berkeley. Hi, Thomas. I'm trying for these movies with. Five letters repeated. Mm-hmm. Um, the best years of our lives, and twelve years a slave. Well done, Ooh. sir. Yes, good that's job. Ex- good that's job exactly on. right. And don't you need one more? One more, and I have a feeling you're about to give it to me. <laughs> it was hard to come up with, but I got it. The king's speech and all the king's men. Well done. Yes. Good job. Perfect. Oh, I love Close. the well done part. Thank you so much for that. <laughs> Thanks. Bye. All right. That's right. They had to be five letters, didn't they? Yeah. Isn't that what you said? Okay. Yeah. All right. Good job. Yeah. And if you'd like to give us a call, we have a few minutes left in the show. We would love to hear from you. Area code 415-841-4134. Area, area code 415-841. 4134 or toll free 866-798-8255. Kira, do you have a question you want to throw in? Sure. Um, I'm going to have to scroll for it though. So we'll have to wait for that. Uh, I may have asked this before, but I'm amused by it. So I'll ask it again. Uh, But I might not have. So anyway, (laughs) a piece of stock music entitled the big one used as incidental music in the 1977 pornographic feature barbara broadcast is also the theme music to what television show so again a piece of stock music entitled the big one used as incidental music in the 1977 porno barbara broadcast is also the theme music for what television show so you what does the big ask, one refer to? You did ask this, and I can't remember the answer. Is it? It's 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 something like, uh, um, you know, sixty minutes or something. It's a it's a bong bong kind of, or unless it's twenty four. It's neither of those. Okay, I give I give him. Is this? Can you give us an idea how old this show is, or I mean, when it was on, that kind of thing? Uh, it started. Uh, in the early 80s. You mean it's still on? Uh, I think a version of it is indeed still on. If not, a version oh. of it is recently still on. It's a game it show, isn't it? I'm not saying at the moment. Okay. Good job on that. If it's right. Oh. <laughs> family Feud. It is not Family Feud. I can tell you that as soon as you know the answer, you'll be like, well, of, of course, this was used in porn. Of course. It just yeah, sounds... you say that, but I think no, it turns I'm... out it's not, a, it's not a, a theme I was familiar with. Oh. I can't, I don't believe that you are not familiar with this theme. Okay. I, okay. I really don't think so. Well, you For don't know reason. about my porn watching <laughs> habits, so. No, I think, uh, uh, yeah, it's just, hmm. yeah. All right. Leave it out. Well, let's think about it. Go ahead. Yes, by all means. And uh, It is still on. Oh, it is still on. Okay. Yes. But it's a game and show. We sort of established that, right? No. Uh, Josh oh, asked we, if it was, and I said she that could I wasn't neither, con- she, refu- she neither confirmed nor denied. That is correct. She I will tell you that uh, when I said early 80s, I was correct. It, uh, it began in 1981. Hmm. 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 1981. Okay. All right. And let's go to a call. Hi, you're on Minds Over Matter. Oh, hi there. Uh, quick guess and then a question for you guys. Um, 
the book with Z in it, that's not the Wizard of Oz by any chance, is it? <gasps> that is a fantastic guess, wow. but it is not the Wizard of Oz. It, that really is thank a good you. guess. Oh, thank you. Um, so let's see if you guys have time for it. I have a list of from all the presidents of the last 100 years, which ones of them are left-handed. Wondering if you can uh, get mm. them. I can. I can tell you the number if you want to have a a goal in mind. There were a couple that were right next to each other, weren't there? Um, um, yeah. I mean, Obama was. I think wasn't he? Yeah, I think that he is, was. I mean, is yeah. is. Is that right? Yeah. Yes. And Clinton. Yeah. Was Clinton? And Clinton too. I, I think, think Clinton was too. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. right, Clinton as well. Yeah. Uh, James Ooh. Garfield was ambidextrous, uh, but I guess you don't want that. That's, that's true. He, yeah. As a matter of fact, he's the. As far as I could tell, he's the only president, left-handed president, not from the last 100 years. For some reason, there's okay. a bunch in the last 100 years, and not that many before. But. Well, because you were allowed to be left-handed in the <laughs> exactly. last 100 years. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, it could be. All right. So I'm sorry. How many? How many? How many do we have here? So let's see. So you got you got Obama and Clinton. There are one, two, three, four, five more. Five wow. more. Wow. wow. Yeah. In the last hundred years. In the last okay. hundred years. Yeah. For, apparently, like, so, I was. I did a little math. At forty percent. Uh, left-handed presidents when it's only 10% of the population. So, kind of interesting. That's interesting. Do your magic and tell us who was president in 1922. Uh, uh, Warren Harding. Okay, thank you. No, uh, probably the next the next after that. There's, there's one from the, from the late 20s. Well, that's Herbert Hoover. Right. Yep, Herbert Hoover is one. I, was Truman left-handed? Yeah, yep, Truman as well. Okay, I seem to remember that. Um, what about Johnson? What? Like, I don't know when. Yeah, yeah Johnson was is my other guess. Johnson. Uh, um, no, no, not, not no. Johnson. One of the Bushes. I'm, I'm not. I don't remember if it was the son or the father. I think it was the father. Though. Uh, is he left-handed? Yeah, that, that, that's correct. Yeah, uh, George. Okay, Jr. was left-handed. Yeah. All right. Huh. Uh, oh, I don't know. I'm not sure who else. That's all right. Um, I can throw it out for you guys if you want. If you want all right, go ahead. Uh, so Reagan and Ford were both also. Oh, left-handed. Reagan, Reagan was left-handed. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, go figure. Um, anyhow, thought that might be a little fun. Well, that's that's good. good. Thank you. So much Thank you. Good so. questions. Thanks. Thank you. Bye. Appreciate it. And uh, we have a few minutes left in the show. Um, we would like to hear from you. If you have a question or answer, 415-841-4134 or toll-free, 866-798-8255. Josh, you have a quick question you want to throw in? Uh, sure. I've got a question uh, about the Dow Jones Industrial Average, which comprises 30 notable U.S. companies, one of which is 3M. Of the other 29, what are the first and last in alphabetical order by name? So the first and last of alphabetical order of the 30 uh, of the 29 uh, U.S. companies in the Dow Jones Industrial Average that are not 3M, which I didn't feel like alphabetizing. First and last. Yeah. What about Amazon? No, not in the not in not in the Dow Jones. And what about Zillow? Also not in the Dow Jones. Okay. So scooching a little on either side. Is Apple number one? It um, is not. It is oh, not. Xerox? Is Xerox in Dow Jones? Oh, no, good. I guess not. Good guess, but no. So we're talking about the whole, I mean, there's a there's a 30 list for Dow Jones. but That's, is, that's the is one. That, that that's the, the one. one. That's the one. Okay. That's the one. The 30. So does the, the last one actually start with a Z or not? It does not. Nor yet with an X. So then if it's not Apple and it's not Amazon, then how about American Express? That is correct. Well done. Good job. Is the other one Visa? It is not Visa. It's a little after Visa. That's good. That's good. So I guess we're looking at W then is what I'm hearing based on your scooch in. I guess it could have been a Y, but you just said no X, no Z. Mm Mm-hmm. So, okay. 
is Speak Yahoo about. on the Dow 30. I, like, I can't imagine. <laughs> Yahoo. <that was. laughs> Not anymore. Yeah. 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 All right. We'll leave it out there. So um, of the 30 of the 30 uh, uh, company, U.S. companies in the Dow Jones Industrial Average, American Express is the first one alphabetically. What is the last one? We've established it is neither Xerox nor Zillow. Is is the last one nor Visa. It an older company or or mm, you have- no, um, older, certainly older than DoorDash? but not quite so old as um, American Express or um, Sears Roebuck. All right. Okay, and let's go to a call. Hi, you're on Minds Over Matter. Hi, it's Bill. Hey. Hey, uh, let's see, Kira. Hi. The greatest snow on earth, I think, is Wyoming. It's not Wyoming. That is oh, also a good guess. And it, yes. you guys are on either side of it with your, your Colorado and your Wyomings. Oh, how about Utah then? Utah is the greatest snow on earth. Mm. <laughs> nice job. Good job. Okay. And fields of opportunity. Is that Iowa? Yes. Because of fields of dreams. Or yeah. field but of it, dreams. Or... I had that thought, but then I thought, no, it's a single field of dreams. Are there more fields of dreams? Well, that's because it was just one single town in Iowa. You have the whole mm. of Iowa now. That's I see. So I see. many fields. Yeah. <laughs> that's what led me to it. Got right. it. Well, nice, nice work there. Okay. And then the Dana, the three largest cities, beginning with a double vowel, is one of them Eugene? No, that's a that's a great guess, but no. I mean, it's not. It, it's obviously has a double vowel, but it's not the but one of the largest. Let's put it that way. Okay. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna read you a sort of a long sentence. I want to know who wrote it and to whom it was addressed. Here we okay. go. For substantially all ideas are secondhand consciously or unconsciously drawn from a million outside sources and daily use by the garnerer with a pride and satisfaction born of the superstition that he originated them, whereas there is not a rag of originality about them anywhere except the little discoloration they get from his mental and moral caliber and his temperament, which is revealed in characteristics of phrasing." Who wrote that? Wow. So. Out of, out of curiosity, is this from a part of a literary feud? Well, it was a comment on a kind of a literary feud. So if you told us the person it was actually written about, would that give away the author? Uh, it could give away the author, and it would get, and it would give away the second part of the question. All right. Sounds like, yeah. I mean, it's... So I'll, I'll tell you, you this. It was in a letter. Written could you tell us, in a, in a general way, how old this quote is? Uh, it goes back to 1903. Hmm. So someone, yeah, I mean, yeah, somebody is claiming ownership of some idea or other. Is it? 1903. Yes. And the writer was extremely well-known, and the receiver was extremely well-known. So uh, when you say extremely well-known, I know we're playing 20 questions. Uh, (laughs) Was either end of this a famous writer? Uh, Actually, both. So was Henry James one? No. Okay, I know there was a feud he was involved with, but I, um, okay. Was Mark Twain one? Yes. Give Mark. yourself a bell. Okay. So, so Mark Twain was, Mark Twain was the writer. Am I correct? Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. So who was Mark Twain talking about in 1903? Talking to. Who did he write that to? Who did he write it to? To, I'm sorry. Yeah. Huh. 1903. No. I don't know. Yeah. Mm. All right. Is, uh, so, 
Hmm. You did, so, I'm sorry, did you say the other person was a writer or was not a writer? Uh, the, the recipient was, in fact, uh, also a writer, among other things. Was this person in the U.K.? No. American. Was this person president of the United States? No. no. All right. Probably should have been, but no. <laughs> Interesting. All right. Do you want to do you want to tell us? Sure. It was Helen Keller. <laughs> this was a, a letter he wrote commenting on this kerfuffle over a short story she had written when she was like 11 years old and somebody said, "Oh, that was plagiarized." And she essentially agreed that it came from a story that somebody had read to her when she was very young and Twain was saying what a bunch of idiots these were because everything is in some sense plagiarized and mm. he was he was writing her a letter of you know consolation interesting thank you yeah. thank you very yeah. interesting question yeah great all right great show all thanks right. Hey. All right, one more call, then we got to clean up. Um, hi, you're on Minds Over Matter. Hi, it's Tom in California, I guess. Hi, Tom. Um, hi, everyone. Is the, uh, hi, the best-selling fiction book with Z, is that uh, Crazy Rich Asians? <laughs> I love no. It. No, or is it, I'm ashamed to say, I know this book, Zoo by James Patterson? Uh, uh, interesting guess, no. No, Okay. Uh, visit X, visit nice. Is that Minnesota? Kara? Uh, that is a good guess, uh, with nice people. Uh, pr- uh but no, it is not. Okay. And pure X, is that pure Alaska? It is not. Okay. Um, let's see. The, the, the last Dow Jones, is that Wells Fargo? No. No. Okay. Uh, classical music, middle names. Uh, I don't know how I know this, but. Edward uh, William Edgar Elgar. Um, no, no, no. Elgar's I'm middle name is not William. His middle name. Um, oh, I'm okay. sorry. Did you, you, get... did you say William or? or yeah, I, he I, said I, William. Oh, I, yes, yeah, you're right. I'm for, sorry. I was thinking wrong. Middle name William, and then I was thinking maybe because if I thought maybe William, uh, Edward is Vaughn Williams' middle name, maybe I thought. No, no, funny no, like no. that. No, okay. Uh, Francois is that Ravel? It is not. Okay. Um, and we're almost, we, uh, I'm sorry we have to cut you off because we're almost out of time. We have to clean up. Here. So give us a call next week. Sorry about that, Tom. Appreciate it. All right. Time to clean up I'm, here. I'm going to take a couple guesses before we clean up in, in the vowels. Is it Oil City, Texas? It is not. And is Edward the middle name of Benjamin Britten? It is. It is not according to my. Okay. He's yeah, not on the list, but no. Just a guess. All right. All right, Kira, go ahead. Okay, visit Nebraska. Visit nice and pure oh. Michigan. Uh, the the uh, pair uh, for late show with David Letterman and Star Trek. That is Calvert DeForest Kelly. Oh, I knew it was going to be something to do with him. Yeah, the 1989 future Oscar winner, or the future Oscar winner in the 1989 Time Life book series uh, was Julianne Moore. Mm. And uh, finally, the piece of music from uh, Barbara Broadcast is the theme music for the People's Court. That's right. Uh-huh. That's Good right. job on that. Yeah. And Josh. Um, yeah. the, the alphabetically last uh, company in the Dow Jones 30 is Walmart. Oh, okay. All right. That makes sense. Okay. The best-selling fiction book of all time with a Z in the title. That's Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. Oh, of course. Yes. Uh, the three largest cities in the U.S. to begin that begin with a double vowel, Austin, Texas, Oakland, California, and Aurora, Colorado. Um, let's see. I think we got all the contronyms to present or to conceal screen. Uh, mm. to extinguish or to generate put out mm. the classical composer's middle names peter is franz peter schubert francois is frederick uh francois chopin uh, edward is charles edward ives uh, mm. if we didn't get your call i do apologize my thanks to our panel cura pace technical editor joshua Cosson from the san francisco chronicle i've been your moderator dana rodriguez our thanks to you, Joanne, uh, Joanne Maher, for handling the board and phones. And above all, our thanks to you for taking the time to tune in, Colin. Have a great week, everybody. And please join us next Sunday at 5. Take care. Bye-bye.
If it ain't day, it's night. If you ain't sure, you might. Gotta be this or that.